First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Tuesday the 6th of February. I hope you're well and had a nice bank holiday weekend. Coming up. Children are born in what we call them digital natives, which I think is a misleading term. You know, they're born in the digital age, but it doesn't mean that they inherently have the skills. More than half of parents aren't able to teach their children about online safety and two due in court over Kieran Quilligan's death. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, more than half of parents aren't sufficiently equipped to teach their children how to stay safe online. To mark Safer Internet Day, research carried out for CyberSafe Kids also found only 28% of parents use parental controls. The research also shows more than 80% of parents believe it's their responsibility to keep their children safe online. Philip Arneal, Head of Education and Innovation at CyberSafe Kids, says parental supervision is crucial when it comes to protecting kids online. So parents do feel um, overwhelmed and it's very easy, I suppose, to bash parents, you know, but they're really part of a bigger picture. It's really a societal problem. And, and one aspect of that is parental supervision. And I think, you know, because children are born in what we call them digital natives, which I think is a misleading term, you know, they're born in the digital age, but it doesn't mean that they inherently have the skills to function effectively and safely in that world. Two men are due in court in connection with the murder of a man in Cork. The remains of 47-year-old Kieran Quilligan were found during searches near the village of Whitegate last week. He'd been missing from Cork City since last September. Two men, one aged in his 20s, the other in his 30s, were arrested in connection with the investigation over the weekend. Both are due before a sitting of Cork District Court later this morning. The President is among world leaders who've been sending messages to Britain's King Charles, who's been diagnosed with cancer. Michael D. Higgins sent best wishes on behalf of the people of Ireland after it was revealed the 75-year-old was stepping back from public duties while undergoing treatment. In a statement, Buckingham Palace said during his recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Sky's royal current commentator, Alastair Bruce, says it will be a difficult time for Britain's King and Queen Camilla. It's a tough time for the Queen too, who will have to support him through this as any partner to someone dealing with cancer at whatever degree has to in some way uh, at this critical time. And so I think that, you know, this is echoing for families all over the world. The US Secretary of State is on his fifth visit to the Middle East since the start of the war in Gaza. Anthony Blinken is hoping to press ahead with a potential ceasefire deal while trying to dampen down regional tensions. America has warned it will strike Iranian proxies again if US forces continue to be attacked in the Middle East. Former US National Security Advisor John Bolton says it's the right thing to do. If you want to calm things down, the way to do it is to establish deterrence. Right now, Iran thinks it can operate free of cost. And as long as it thinks that, the risk of expanded hostilities not only remains present, but grows. They're achieving their objectives. The Thornishta has arrived in the US for a four-day visit across two cities. Michal Martin is in Washington, D.C. today before he moves to Chicago on Wednesday. He'll take part in several bilateral meetings, address the Atlantic Council and meet with members of the Irish community. The Foreign Affairs Minister says the trip provides an opportunity to outline Ireland's policy objectives on issues including conflict in Ukraine and the Middle East. 
Three people have died during an intense storm in California, which has also cut power to about 700,000 people in the state. Record levels of rain between 5 and 10 inches, or around 13 to 25 centimetres, have been registered in parts of LA. Virtually all of Southern California is under flash flood advisories and watches. New drugs have been approved to treat rare and debilitating conditions including aggressive cancer and postmenopausal osteoporosis. The HSE has approved seven drugs that will target conditions that existing approved medications cannot treat, such as infections caused by multi-drug resistant bacteria. Chief Clinical Officer for the HSE, Dr Colm Henry, says the drugs will have a profound impact on those who need them. The osteoporosis drug, for example, is an additional drug that can be used for a particular subset of patients who are very high risk of further fractures who've already suffered what we call a fragility fracture. The evidence shows that this particular drug gives additional benefit and protection. So once we target at the right patients, it will lead to incremental improvement in outcomes for all these patients. The interest rate on warehoused tax debt has been reduced to 0%. The tax debt warehousing scheme was introduced for businesses following the COVID-19 pandemic. It aimed to help businesses with cash flow problems by allowing them to defer paying some tax liabilities until they were in a position to address the debt. 1.7 billion euro is currently owed under the scheme. Revenue also confirmed any businesses who've already paid tax on warehouse debt will be refunded the interest payment. In entertainment news, Taylor Swift has revealed the tracklist for her upcoming album, which features Florence and the Machine and the US rapper Post Malone. The star announced her plan to release the tortured poets department in April during an acceptance speech at the Grammys. So Long, London and Clara Bow are among the 16 song titles, while the bonus track is called The Manuscript. And in sport, in soccer, a hat-trick from Phil Foden helped Manchester City move up to second in the Premier League table last night. They fell behind at Brentford before eventually winning by three goals to one to move to within two points of Liverpool. And City boss Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola hailed Foden's finish. The first especially and the third one as well. And uh, he's a guy in a sense of goal. He loves to be moving the ATR box and... So I think he's playing his best seasons since we are together. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.